This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode on the Living in Fierce Alignment channel. My name is Kayla, and today I'm really excited to talk about this particular topic with you because I was going on a walk this morning, and this was like a complete divine download, and I really am excited to share this metaphor and perspective on shifting how you experience your past experience and not allowing that to define who you are as a person or where you're going in life. And I think this is a really, really cool thing to talk about today because our past really does influence us more than I think we would like to admit. And there's a lot of positive aspects that influence us. And then there's a lot of ones that just simply hold us back. And so I really want to just shed some light on this and shift the perspective of what it means to have past experience in whatever it is that you have experience in. That could be, it could be trauma. It could be things that have allowed you to be successful in school. It could be your experience with relationships. It could be starting a business. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that I think dictate who we think we are and ultimately who we think we are can change in any given moment and this is the power that people give away too frequently so when I was walking I was walking by the ocean I live in North Vancouver BC right now and I was walking by the ocean and I was just thinking about this and just how it's really interesting to look at the school system and how this has set us up for failure And there's some who've benefited from the school system. And I'm going back into this because who we are as adults and moving forward is really has come from the foundation of our childhood and upbringing. And if you look at the school system, this is where the flaws started. The school system is delivered in a particular way. There's a curriculum that is given to each grade. And as you complete the curriculum, you get graded within the curriculum. It's like you're a B student, an A student, a C, a failing student. You struggle, you're excelling, you're advanced, and so on. And this begins to paint the picture of who the fuck we think we are. And this story becomes subconsciously woven into us because it's just so autopilot to go to school for 12, 13 plus years. And I'm talking about like elementary, high school, and then there's university, but it's elementary and high school and middle school where we get like imprinted by the systems, right? And so I'm pointing at this because there's some people who will ultimately benefit from the structure of these school systems and it set them up for success. And then there's other people who might have struggled with the school system, like they don't resonate with how the teacher is teaching or they don't resonate with the content. And I think we can all admit there's a lot of things that get taught in school that are fucking irrelevant to being an adult in life. And so what happens is that we start to associate our worth and who we think we are with what we know and how well we know it. 
because the school system has set us up to believe that once you check all the boxes and you've done everything in fourth grade, then you move up into fifth grade. And therefore, if you don't have what it is that you, quote, are supposed to know from the lower grades, then you're basically set up to struggle in the future grades. And you could literally amplify this example that I'm giving you right now and put it as a lens over top of your life. If you have in previous relationships, quote, failed or had a relationship that you didn't really enjoy, there's going to be this tonality or this underlying belief that that's how you're going to be in your next relationship, right? Grade four to grade five, previous relationship, next relationship, or looking at different jobs and career paths that you've been on. Like I'm someone who's worked like 20 different jobs in my life in the first 29 years, nope, first 30 years of my life, I worked 20 different jobs and that was between the age of the 14 to 30. And it, it was, I definitely had this story of, okay, I've worked all these different jobs, like I'm never going to find what I like doing and so on. And then finally, when I hit the age of 30 and 29 is when I started growing my business, I really started to notice and like, wow, like I just was holding myself back. I didn't think I had the experience to start a coaching business because I, quote, wasn't an entrepreneur. I didn't study business in school. I, at the time, didn't believe I was good with money. I had all of these failed learning opportunities and experiences that I thought I didn't have that was holding me back from taking action and starting a business. So I'm just pointing this out because when we look back and we just like travel back and fall back into the past and we look at where we picked up our learning, there's more to learn. Those are learnings. We like learn from the learnings. It's inception. It never ends, <laughs> to be completely honest with you. So I just wanted to share this with you because I want to shift the lens on what it means to have experience. And I thought of a really good metaphor when I was walking this morning. And the metaphor is basically your life is a cookbook. And within the cookbook, we have different recipes that have been put together through you know, ingredients, right? And these ingredients are little pieces of experience that we've had in our life. Right, And so as we gather these little ingredients together, we create the recipe, which is the wholesome experience. So maybe that full-on experience is a particular relationship or it's a career that you've done or it's a language that you've learned, right? And so all of these recipes within our book, our cookbook, which is our life, is essentially we, until this moment right now, we think that this is who we are, but it's not. It's a fucking tool. This cookbook is a tool. Our life is a tool. The experiences that we have, the ingredients, the recipes in this book are a tool. And the thing is, if you literally imagine having a cookbook, if there's going to be some recipes that you like more than others, there's going to be some that you probably tried once and don't need to try them again. There's going to be some where you're going to be substituting the ingredients because you're working on optimizing that recipe. There's going to be some recipes that you share with others. There's going to be some recipes that you don't share with others. And then the thing is, here's the kicker, is just because we have this recipe book and there's things that we want to try, there's recipes that we don't have, there's ingredients that are missing. In life, we think, oh, I don't have that. So because I don't have that, I don't have that experience, I'm not going to get it. But here's the thing. If I have this cookbook, 
and I want sushi. To believe that because I don't have the ingredients in my cookbook, I don't have the recipes, I don't have the experience to make sushi, and to say, oh, I can't have sushi because I don't have this in my cookbook, it's not in my experience, it's not in my life, is very limiting, obviously. So what do I do? I go to a sushi restaurant and I get someone else to make the sushi for me. This is the equivalent to seeking help or seeking knowledge for the things that we don't know so that we can literally add to our repertoire. And I think it's really important to normalize this because, for example, I don't know how to make sushi. You know, I don't, I, I don't have that experience, but I'm, I'm not going to allow me lacking this recipe or literally these ingredients in my cookbook in my life to stop me from getting sushi. And I hope that you're laughing at this metaphor and I hope that it's making sense for you because I just really want to normalize the fact that we each have our own cookbook. It does not define what we get to have. It actually, me looking, me looking at my cookbook, my repertoire, my ingredients, my recipes, looking at this, oh, I don't have what it is that I need to make sushi. That is simply feedback for me. That doesn't mean that I'm not worthy of having sushi. That doesn't mean that I'm not allowed to ask for help or go and pay to receive sushi and have it be made for me and served to me on a plate in a restaurant. And so I really want people to get this metaphor that your life is a cookbook. And here's the, the second kicker. You're the chef. This is uniquely your story, your ingredients, your recipes that you get to put together, take apart. You know, there are literally chapters in there that you'll probably never look at again, but you got your learnings from them. You know them so well, you know them like the back of your hand, or they're just things that you just really don't want to visit again in your life, which is completely fine. But just because it's in your cookbook doesn't mean that you have to tell the world that you have to constantly you know, relive that or allow that to define how you're going to cook or bake, which is literally you creating your life. And the beauty is we each uniquely have our own cookbook. There's different ingredients, different recipes. People have different preferences. You can share recipes with others. And, and so when we, like if we were to just look through the lens, imagine looking through the lens in society of everyone's life just uniquely being their own cookbook. They are the chef of their life. They get to create these amazing dinners, snacks, recipes, drinks, whatever it is. And if you think about it, when we, when we have people in our life where we literally go to their house and they serve us their food and they cook us their food and it's something that we've never tried before, we get to have a new experience. And so this is literally the example of not judging a book by its cover. Because when you open that book and we're being open-minded and we get to experience what is like the wisdom and the knowledge within that book, this is ultimately if we were to consider viewing people in the world uniquely with their own cookbook, like we would just get so much out of it. We could learn from them, you know, receive their recipes or ingredients and add to our own cookbook and everybody wins. They get to contribute, we get to receive. And that is the definition of abundance. But we, we do this thing where we judge, we judge ourselves. We think that 
who we are, the experience we have, the ingredients we have, the recipes, the cookbook, our cooking skills are just not good enough. But if again, if you think about it, a chef was never born into the world as a chef. Like It was something that they picked up and they learned throughout their life. And so really as a human being, we are learning as we go along in life. We are learning to cook. We're learning to bake. We might have burned a couple pizzas in the oven or left the pasta on too long on the stove, but live and learn. Make a note on the recipe. Don't walk away from boiling water on a stove with pasta in it. <laughs> so I just wanted to share this because when I was walking and thinking about this and realized the power of this metaphor and just taking out the significance of this this need to like know it all and actually there's a really good quote I'm going to show with you don't be a know-it-all be a learn-it-all and there was somewhere else I can't remember what book this was in but it was saying how it's really powerful to always consider yourself a beginner because if you think about it a beginner is going to have a much more open mind because they need to learn they're there to learn they're interested in learning Whereas when we declare ourselves an expert or a know-it-all, then what happens is we think we know it all and you cannot learn what you already think you know. And this is really powerful and it's funny because when I read this, I really wish I could remember the book. I think the book is called Every Conversation Counts by Raz Menhi. I might be pronouncing his name wrong, but I'll, I'll include this in the show notes. And this quote really hit me when I started to realize like, yes, if I consider myself an expert or a master coach or an expert in human design or whatever it is, then I'm basically declaring that I think I know it all. And so I will always consider myself a student and always learning and just because that's how you expand. That's how you, that's how you add pages to the cookbook and you make it a more robust experience, more nutritious, more delicious, all of that. So with that being said, I hope that you appreciate this episode and my metaphor because I was really proud of myself. I was like walking and then I started walking faster and I was like, I really need to get home and record this because it was just such a divine download and I think it's great. So I really hope that this inspires you to stop being so hard on yourself and judging yourself and the experience you have and looking at the experience that you do have that gets to be a contribution to yourself and others because there will be experience that you have that other people don't have and they will learn from you and just another kicker you having that experience and let's say someone else is lacking it and this could literally just be the hard shit that you've been through in your life that you're not sharing that could actually make a huge difference for someone else to learn from or just relate to it's actually a very selfish thing to not share our gifts and I'm not saying that you have to share all your personal things like of course there's things in your life that are going to be personal and private 100% but if you know that you have a powerful story and you have something to say that you know would make a difference that is a contribution there is so much more that will come from that by sharing it than just holding it to yourself so this is an invitation for you to go out there and be real share your fucking cookbook Share the recipes. Be willing to like throw a dinner party, you know? Because those are the best memories. 
I mean, I think of the best food that I've ever had and it's like those are amazing memories and just wanting that food. And so it's like, it's, it's the equivalent, like being able to relate to someone who's sharing experience that you don't have and just being able to create a new story and just really embrace the uniqueness of each of our own stories and experience and past and dreams that we want to create for ourselves. That is where the power lives. It's not in focusing on the lack of what you think you don't have. It's what you do have that actually allows you to fill in the gaps or create something new. So I want to thank you for listening today and I hope that this was helpful. And if you haven't subscribed yet to the channel, please do. And please like and leave a review. You can share on social media and tag me. This is what gets these episodes out into the world to help people. So I want to thank you for contributing to that. So I'll chat with you in the next episode.